Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. My voice might sound a little weird because I am sick. I just can't shake this thing this week. Don't feel very good. Uh, I'm going to make a short podcast and give you some practical tips for all you younger businesses or, I don't know, maybe established businesses that battle with the question of, should you let your employees know how much money you charge for stuff? Uh, It's actually a really common question, and I have a strong opinion on it, and I'd love to share it with you. I think it'll help you guys. So I guess the first thing is, is if you hide your prices uh, from your staff, chances are they're going to figure it out, find out. Uh, at some point, somehow, right? The customer will mention something to them. The customer will hand them a check, even though that's normally not how you do it, or something will happen, and they'll figure it out. And when they figure that out, it's going to feel like they discovered a secret or something. I don't think that serves your company well. I don't think there's any reason to hide your prices from your employees at all. I think it's a more of an old school way of thinking. I think it's a just flat out a low level way of thinking. So if that offends you, super sorry. I'm sure you're a great person, uh, but I think that's a low-level, kind of small-minded way to do business. Uh, we not only shared our prices with our employees, but all of our metrics, all of our numbers for our whole company were visible and available upon request to any employee uh, because we were one team trying to row in one direction to achieve a singular outcome, a goal. Everybody had a role to play. We were all trying to achieve big numbers. Our monthly targets, our weekly targets, our daily targets, everything was up and available. And our crew leaders were striving to hit certain revenue markers. And so they would want to upsell jobs to hit, you know, to get, get over the threshold or whatever for that week. And not only would they want to upsell it, they want to upsell it as profitably as possible. Um, we broke down like the expenses and kind of how what the true cost of doing business was. Uh, Brandon Vaughn, my friend Brandon Vaughn, he took it a step further, which is amazing. And he had all of his employees uh, go through a training on how to read a profit and loss statement. Uh, a lot of the people that listen to this show haven't even ever looked at their own profit and loss statement, let alone understand it. It's a pretty simple document. Um, you have your revenue at the top. You have your COGS below that. COGS are your cost of goods sold. And then you have your expenses and other overhead. And then at the bottom, you have a net profit number, right? So a P&L, when you take an employee and explain to them that, yeah, when you go out and you're doing stuff, you're making $150 an hour, uh, they just need to understand not every penny of that goes in your pocket as an owner. And I think it's a really powerful exercise to share with them the true cost of doing business. I think it actually discourages people from trying to go out on their own, right? Because they understand how little they know. And the the, the little entrepreneurs that you hire that are going to go do their own thing, they're going to do their own thing. And that's okay. I don't know why people are so scared of that. Like they're terrified they're going to train their competition. Who cares if you even do train your competition? It doesn't even matter. You know, I would throw a party when people would go start their own business and I would uh, help them and take them to lunch and give them tips and tricks. It didn't happen a ton, but it happened a couple times. Uh, I'm not scared of that. I wasn't scared of that at all. Maybe it's because I could. I had a mindset of abundance. There's so much work. For most of you guys, you have a tiny business. I don't care if you're doing a million bucks. It's still a tiny business. The, the, the government uh, considers any business with less than 500 employees a small business. <laughs> so if you're getting too big for your britches, 
you're still a small business. And for the vast majority of you, you're doing a couple hundred grand a year in revenue or something, and you're all stressed out that little Billy is going to steal your livelihood away. And it doesn't work like that. Like, you write your own ticket. The opportunity is yours to go take. And little Billy, statistically speaking, isn't going to accomplish a whole lot when he even does start his own business to compete with you. Uh, people just fail. People don't listen to shows like this. They don't understand business. They don't understand all the back-end things that go into anything. And even if they do understand it and listen to shows like this, there's still a huge percentage of people that don't have the grit and the guts to show up every day for a really long time to get a result because small business is really hard. So I am a fan of sharing your numbers. If I could go back and do it over again, I would have shared my numbers even in more detail like Brandon did. I think that's a brilliant way to be. I think that's super smart and it helps your employees understand uh, if they want to have like a living wage, if they want to have health insurance, if they want to have all these benefits and perks and paid time off, and they want to have a company car and an iPad, and they want to have clean uniforms, they want to have nice equipment, not broken piece of crap equipment. If they want those things, all of you in your company, not just you, have to sell really profitable work over and over every day, measure your progress, and high five each other as you win. And so it can unlock a big advantage for you to, to educate your team like that, to empower them. I think it's a very big deal. I think it's a positive, not a negative. And you shouldn't be scared of doing that. You know, one of the illusions of being a small business owner is that everything's on your shoulders. Everything's on you. And if you're an owner-operator, that's true. But only, it should only be for a little while. As soon as you get one employee... We get to delegate and offload some of that burden onto them. Not all of it. It's not their responsibility, but they're there to help. You see, your team wants to win. They don't want your company to struggle. They don't want you not communicating to them and you running around panicking because you got to fill up the schedule. Like, bring them into the conversation. Don't bring them into the conversation of your panic, but I'm saying let them assist in closing the gap, in solving the problem, in building a system. Like, bring them to the table. Give them a seat at the table. Give them a voice. And that's when you have an actual team. And some of you guys have, have a team. You have four or five or eight or ten people but nobody really knows what you're going through. And most of them would be more than happy to strategize and do a little extra, put their effort and thought and brain power into it and help your business be more profitable, to get bigger, to be more stable. But you gotta be a good communicator and you gotta establish trust by being transparent with them and not hiding stuff. You know, if they find out your employee or your uh, pricing secretly, that just has a weird icky feeling and it sh- and it shouldn't your pricing's your business it's your it's your business and you're they don't understand the cost and and all that but it still would feel weird to them to find out a secret way right especially when they don't have any context over um the true cost of running a business so um yeah that's just a practical tip uh hopefully that helps you guys i hope you have a great uh weekend and i'll talk to you later this week take care god bless